This is a GRDC podcast. From time to time, a grain grower might be in the position of needing temporary on-farm grain storage, a good problem to have. And one of the options for storing that grain is a bunker or pad. In today's podcast, you'll hear from a storage specialist with GRDC's National Grain Storage Extension Team, Philip Burrell. Philip is also a member of the Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries post-harvest team. Dave Cousins caught up with Philip in southern Queensland and started the conversation by asking what should be a grower's first consideration when thinking about setting up a grain bunker. Yeah, right. So really important, the actual site selection. You know, key points around, uh, you know, drainage. Is it above flood level uh, or weather access? Um, Look, even consider where's a source you really do need to build that site up to have a really nice drainage setup is there a close source of uh, fill to make that uh, above ground and and so it will drain well that whole pad Um, look another area that apart from the site selection is site preparation so what we want to end up with is a sort of profile on that whole pad of uh, like a virtually like a profile of a roadway so it's uh, from the centre line, a 1% fall off to the right and a fall 1% off to the left. So it does really look like the profile of a road. Along with that, um, drainage towards the front or the open part of the uh, bunker. So again, a 1% fall in slope from the start point back towards the open part of the, the bunker. Look, one comment I would make too, though, it's particularly important that that pad and site is well compacted. So it's essential that with that truck movement on it and other equipment moved, we don't end up with tracks uh, and the breakup of the actual surface. So it does need to be well compacted. I would imagine it's important to do the numbers behind uh, all of those factors, some calculations to make sure that you're setting up something that's going to do the job? Yeah, so, you know, once we've selected the site, okay, let's estimate the tonnage we envisage storing on that site. So there are some nice little straightforward calculations to do. Um, Don't forget that we need to keep in mind we need not only room for the grain but room for truck movement as well. Um, But, yeah, a starting point would be what is going to be your position for the um, tube veil that you're filling for and what is the height you can fill to so you'll know the peak then of your bunker so once you've incorporated that plus for each grain type uh, you have a different angle of repose so going to some of the references you can get hold of easy to see for each grain type what sort of slope you're going to have on that um, uh, bunker site and that forms part of your calculation as well um, one of the other things to consider there's a choice to be made do you intend to have uh, side walls or or no walls at all on the side of your bunker so it could be just simple earthen walls that maybe are no more than half a meter high or it could be low concrete form walls that are also used with some of them with special clamps that hold the tarp and allow sealing of that tarp along the edges for fumigation. Uh, So there's three choices, uh, concrete walls, earth walls or no walls at all. Yeah, so those decisions need to be made. Often it's good to visit a few existing bunker sites and you can help make the decision from looking at those. And then of course there's the tarp to go on top. 
Good point. So, yep, that's the next calculation that's made. Once you know the site size for the grain, um, there's another little calculation to be made around the, the tarp size. And I strongly recommend you just get in contact with a, a tarp supplier who's been in the business of supplying, you know, good quality um, tarps for both the ground sheet and the top sheet. Um, as I say, there's a great variety of uh, tarps out there. Really important you don't compromise the safety of the grain by going for something that's just cheap. Um, remember too that um, that tarp is exposed to you know the wind and storms as well. So there can be quite a flap um, built up. So there's a lot of stresses placed on the tarp. Um, you may like to talk to various people what are the methods that are used to hold down that tarp some you would have seen tires with cement in them careful not to damage the tarp surface with that cement there's ways of doing that um, another method using suction with an aeration fan to actually pull the tarp down onto the surface of the grain but yeah I recommend you talk to uh, as I say that reputable tarp supplier and he will also um, give you some advice around holding that tarp in place. Can uh, the calculations that you need to be doing and you've spoken about, can you find more information about those online? Yes, certainly. So again, in the same places you'll find those site estimation um, size calculations, you'll also see the tarp size uh, calculations that you can do. And um, yeah, and I'm sure if you aren't able to find them, um, that the tarp supplier will certainly help you with those as well. Great. Um, let's move on uh, to fumigation, which is obviously uh, an important aspect of uh, grain bunker storage as well. Mm, yes, often we find that maybe we hold that grain in the bunker a bit longer than we originally uh, thought we may do, and so fumigation is definitely something to plan for. Uh, now, is it going to be an external fumigation contractor who you bring in, or are you looking to do that yourself? Um, so, again, there's uh, some fairly straightforward methodology and products that you would typically use. Blankets is a well understood product use, phosphine blankets uh, for bunker fumigation. Uh, but yeah, you need to understand what is your technique, how are you going to seal the edges of that uh, bunker when it does come time for fumigation. Let's move on to actually shifting the grain around, the outloading and inloading. What should be considered there with grain bunkers? Yeah, so a few choices. So you see various methods used, front end loaders if they're available, straight into trucks. Obviously you've got to be very careful with front end loaders and that base or bottom tarp. You don't want to be tearing into that. Um, another quite common, there's a number of companies building tube veyers or augers with special fittings on the base which are designed to sit just above that uh, floor sheeting, if you like, and have a qu quite a wide uh, intake system on the base of that uh, tube veyer to bring grain off and outload it quite simply. Philip Burrell from the Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries, where he's a member of the post-harvest team, as well as being a member of GRDC's National Grain Storage Extension Team. For more information on grain storage, go to storedgrain.com.au. And if you're thinking about adding new permanent storage on farm, there's a podcast with Philip on that topic too. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. <laughs>